What if I told you that there were three secrets to having a happy, peaceful life? That's what we're talking about today on The Dr. Susan Show in part one of this three-part series. Welcome to The Dr. Susan Show, where we talk about body, mind, and connection. And just to get into that a little bit more, we're talking about the connection between our body and our mind, and also connection between ourselves and others, or between ourselves and our higher power. So I always like to start by just becoming present. And I like to say, don't do this if you're driving, but let's just take a breath together and become present in this moment so we can really be together and talk about this super exciting topic, the three secrets to a happy, peaceful life. So now I'm here, my body and my mind are in the same place, and I hope yours are too. Well, this kind of sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? I'd like to preface this with something that one of my teachers told me, which is that all wisdom is plagiarized. Only your ignorance is original. And I use that quite a bit because I'm going to be quoting from Eastern religions that are 2,600 years old, but uh, teaching a couple of things that I think are really important that have helped me to be more peaceful and just get through life in a more harmonious way. Life is difficult enough without having some anchors that we can hang on to, and I'm going to teach you about three anchors that have really helped me, especially during the second half of my life. So, secret number one is understanding impermanence. This might sound kind of heavy, so I'm going to try to break it down for you and, and teach you how this has been such an important part of my life since I learned about it uh, in my early 40s. Um, and I'd like to say that uh, the idea of impermanence being one of the secrets to life is 2,600 years old or more. So it's not something new, and it's been something that's been real since humans have been able to think about these things. So understanding that everything's impermanent kind of sounds pessimistic, doesn't it? We're talking about getting old, getting sick, dying, understanding that everything that we love is eventually going to disappear, break, or die. That could sound really dark and depressing, but if we really understand impermanence, it makes every moment more special because we know that everything in life is changing. As hard as we try to fix onto it and hold onto it, the suffering and the stress comes from that attachment. And when we can understand that things are already broken in a way, which is a quote from a very famous Buddhist monk, if it's already broken, then I can enjoy my time with it so much more and every moment becomes precious. So I think about this in terms of something like my children's lives. Well, I don't like to think about the fact that my kids are going to get old and die. That is hard to get my mind around. Understanding that they're not going to be with me forever. They're teenagers. My son's going to be going to high school in a year and a half and I've only got three more years left with my twin girls. Understanding the impermanence of just their childhood really allows me to focus on the moments being so special. So I find that impermanence is not depressing at all. It's actually a, a real source of joy to understand that being present in the moment is so important. Now we try really hard to create systems that deny impermanence. Uh, just think about aging, all of the billions of dollars that's spent on denying that we're getting older. 
Uh, hey, I'm no exception. I color my hair. I use Botox to get rid of wrinkles. I love it when people say that I look younger than I am. But the fact is I'm getting older and understanding the impermanence of my own life helps me to know that I don't have that much more time. So this isn't depressing. This is a really optimistic perspective. Uh, so deeply understanding impermanence allows us to be present in the moment and to make the most out of every moment. Now you've probably heard this a lot of different ways, um, but it, in, in this uh, context, it really comes home to roost in every daily situation. Uh, for example, I built a house 12 years ago. It was built by the best builder out of the best bricks. I thought it would never have a problem, but 12 years later, we've got cracks in the brick. The plumbing's starting to fall apart. You know, when this happens, the first thing that I say is, uh, that wasn't supposed to be that way. The bricks weren't supposed to crack. The plumbing wasn't supposed to leak. But understanding impermanence allows us to loosen up around that attachment, because that's really stressful. I can tell you when my bricks cracked, I was really unhappy. That didn't help me to have a peaceful day. But if I can come back to that understanding of impermanence and just bring that into my daily life and say, you know, uh, yeah, my house is 12 years old, so my bricks cracked and my plumbing's leaking and this is normal. This is the way things are. Uh, when I hear myself saying things should be a different way, that's a tip off for me to start bringing this back into my awareness because I forget and I remember, I forget and I remember. I think we all do this. But just bringing back that memory that, you know what, everything's impermanent. The bricks were supposed to crack. The plumbing was supposed to leak. This is not unexpected. One way this comes up for me quite, quite frequently is, uh, and you know, I don't want to sound morbid talking about death, but let's face it, we're all going to die. When a person in their 80s dies and uh, we act surprised, of course they died. <laughs> we all die. Uh, not that it uh, takes away grief and sadness because those are important emotions, but it, it takes away that pain of feeling like it shouldn't be this way. And for me, that's been really, really helpful understanding, probably the most helpful spiritual understanding that I've come to since I've been an adult. Now, this isn't to say that I understand this all the time. I think to understand impermanence all the time would probably make you enlightened. But just remembering that things don't stay the same and everything changes. Rocks, mountains, oceans, the climate, the government, kids grow up, our parents die, our jobs change. Um, something that happened recently in my life that really brought this uh, back into my memory was uh, after the bricks and the plumbing, um, I had some members of my group that decided to leave. I had the idea that they'd always be with me, that our group was always going to be the way that it was, that it would never change. Uh, so when they left, it, it felt this shouldn't be this way. I, I heard that voice saying, um, it's not supposed to be like this. It, it was supposed to be different. But if you just think about the kind of arrogance of that statement that it's supposed to be different, like I control the universe, it's not supposed to be different. It's exactly the way it's supposed to be. Relationships change, businesses change, agendas change. So 
the group of doctors leaving, totally normal, totally expected. That's what happens. Everything changes. So that allowed me to loosen that kind of yucky attachment and feeling of something happened that wasn't supposed to happen and just be like, you know, this is life and everything's impermanent. So before we start feeling dark about that being such a pessimistic way to be, I, I want to point out that it only is pessimistic or sounds dark if you believe that it's not true. Okay, so think about that for a second. If you believe that it's not true, that everything's impermanent, then it's going to sound very pessimistic to start thinking about things falling apart. So what's happening in life is that everything is falling apart and coming back together. Everything is falling apart and coming back together. And that's the motion of life. We're just in it. We're not responsible for it. But if we can soften up around this need to control everything and make everything fixed and permanent, which is, by the way, impossible. It takes a whole lot of energy to try to fight reality and you never win. Uh, someone wrote a song about that, I think. Um, so just softening up around that idea and letting things change the way that they do and accepting that this is just what happens, it really adds a lot of peace to your life. Uh, you know, one of the definitions that I like of happiness is that I don't need to change anything right now. I don't need anything to be different. So those little moments where I'm not wanting anything to be different, that feels like happiness. It's just a break in that constantly wanting to keep things the way they are or make things different than they are. So the more of those spaces we can find in our day where we're just okay with the way things are right now, and we're not wanting to push them away or pull something towards us, that's a really great definition of peace and happiness, I think. So I just ask you to consider that in your life. I'm guessing it probably comes up multiple times a day like it does in my life. Uh, everything's changing, and I don't like it a lot of the time because I like the way it was before. But in that respect, the more that I can love the way it was before in the moment, the before meaning now. <laughs> Love the way things are now because they're not going to last forever. So when you're really happy and things are going really well, just know that it's not going to last forever. And I don't mean that in a pessimistic way. Uh, one example is uh, when I'm on vacation, a, a typical pattern that I've had is uh, I, in my mind, will divide my seven-day vacation in half. And when I get to halfway through, all of a sudden I start being less happy because I'm counting down the days until I'm going to leave. And then the day that I'm leaving is basically a wasted day because I wake up grumpy, I'm already going home, and maybe there's half a day that I could have just been present and enjoyed myself. Uh, but understanding that your vacation is not going to last forever gives you really good incentive to really enjoy every moment and don't lose half the vacation by you know wishing it would last forever because it won't. Um, so. Around that same idea, uh, if we can soften up about wanting things to last forever, realizing that everything's changing, doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. You know, we let those emotions come and feel them. Um, emotions are just energy and motion, so we let it pass through us and just understand that this is the way life is. That's brought me a whole lot of peace, and I hope it does for you too. Our culture is really set up to deny impermanence. 
I have a funny story about this, um, and I don't want to offend anyone. Um, I was Catholic for many, many years and actually was uh, married for quite some time, was married in the Catholic Church. Um, I got divorced, and uh, as many of you know, uh, for the divorce party to get married again, the marriage has to be annulled. So um, my ex-husband went about this process because he wanted to get married again in the Catholic Church. Um, and he was able to have our marriage annulled, uh, even though it was 14 years long and we had three children, which I thought was interesting. But uh, the reason that uh, the church granted the annulment was that they stated that I did not have the mental capacity to understand permanence. So that's just a little joke. <laughs> I agree, I'm gonna own that one. I do not have the mental capacity to understand permanence. But that's just an example of how prevalent the uh, idea of permanence is in our society. And, uh, you know, many religions, I think, are set up in part to uh, spare us from this fear of dying, which is really the ultimate impermanence. But uh, respecting all religions, I just ask you to consider how this shows up in your life in a way that leads you to be less peaceful. And one really good way to do this, I think, that you could try that worked for me, is just to notice how many times a day you say that something should not be this way or something should be different. And that's a tip off for me when I hear myself saying the word it sh should or shouldn't be this way, to reflect on that concept of impermanence and just think, you know, who says? <laughs> or you might notice when you say to yourself, I can't believe this happened, or can you believe that she did this or that? I, I hear myself saying that, and the answer probably is, of course I can believe they did that. They've done that a hundred times before. <laughs> it's not unexpected. Uh, can you believe there was a flood in Houston? Oh my gosh, can you believe there was a fire in California? Not making light of those situations at all, but yes, I can, because these things happen. and. Uh, the idea that it should be a different way causes a lot of stress. So maybe this is the way life is supposed to be. Let's try that on. And I welcome you to connect with me on drsusan.com or come see us at completewomenscarecenter.com. See you next week. <laughs>